Welcome back to the Talking Your Way to Change podcast, the show that educates you about optimal mental health. I'm the host, Dr. Zan Banker. Hi, welcome back to the show, Talking Your Way to Change. This is Dr. Banker. Today's session is number 19, and it is entitled, Caring for Yourself After Your Therapy Session Has Ended. I wanted to alert listeners that I will be taking some time off in November, and this will be my last episode of this season one. Season two will begin the week of December 1st in 2020. I will be working behind the scenes in November, learning more about various ways of launching and marketing episodes on various platforms, Mm -hmm. securing interviews, and writing content. Because I publish research-oriented material, it does take some time to study and prepare what it is that I'm going to offer. Needless to say, this truly could become a full-time job. I have had such an amazing journey thus far and hope to create more ways to interact with listeners and target audiences that seek more information about psychotherapy and mental health. As many of you know, these are very challenging times and the volume of folks seeking my clinical services has greatly increased and is my priority. My clinical work is the foundation of my practice and I need to shift my energy to this work over the next few months as well. Now, let's pivot and get into today's episode. Have you ever wondered how you should care for yourself after a therapy session? Have you ever felt disoriented after a therapy session? It can feel a bit like you're trying to find your car after leaving an airport or worse, jet lag. When you bring into your awareness thoughts and feelings that you have been consciously avoiding or unconsciously repressing, you are at a minimum going to feel some anxiety. Oftentimes in counseling, we're encouraged to connect with these feelings of sadness or feelings of helplessness, or powerlessness, and for some, those feelings elicit tears. Research has demonstrated, as well as our folklore, that crying may improve mood in a substantial amount of cases. However, often, time needs to pass after the crying episode before one feels better. And for some, crying does come with some negative bodily experiences, Like, for example, headaches. Psychotherapy is not unlike working out and that you are transforming yourself. You are unwrapping the layers of distraction and defenses that you have created. You are purposely distributing and disturbing your equilibrium and revisiting memories that you have not thought about for years. You are exploring with your therapist the events in your life that have affected your development, sifting and sorting through memories, and most likely having your reality um, of the past challenged. Because most of us as children believe that we were the root cause and the reason why others acted as they did. Now as adults, we see our caregivers more in the light of flawed humans and ourselves having had appropriate yet very demanding developmental needs. Here are a few examples. 
As adults, we often have stories about ourselves, such as we're too much for people to handle, we're too emotional, we're too demanding, when in fact, we most likely were either curious as children or expressed emotions at an intensity that our parents could not manage. And as parents, and of course, I'm guilty of this as well, we try to control our children's feelings and behaviors when actually it's our own internal experiences that trigger our intense reactions and color the stories that we tell the children, our children about themselves. For some, this deconstruction and reconstruction of what are more adaptive narratives can be painful yet exhilarating. It's a transformational process, and it truly is no wonder that one might be exhausted after a therapy session. It has been interesting for me to ponder this question, how should I care for myself after a therapy session in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic? Before teletherapy, I would have assumed that most clients have some buffer before and after sessions, even if it's just the commute time of sitting in the waiting room. Currently, I am only providing teletherapy, as are most of my colleagues. One of the benefits of this is that people are accessing psychotherapy more than ever, but they're also having to compartmentalize the experience often immediately. Therapy sessions now are sandwiched between other Zoom calls or helping children with homework. For some, this swift transition does not seem that alarming, especially if compartmentalizing has been their go-to defense. For others, it will be harder. I would really encourage everyone to take some time and bask in the hard work you've just accomplished after a session. Whether you liken this space as similar to warming up or cooling down after a workout or meditating after a massage and or drinking water after a massage, you're likely to benefit in lingering in the mental state after the session and acknowledging to yourself that you might need a bit of time for transition, even if it's only a few minutes. Here are some suggestions for after your session. I call them the record, reorient, renew, and recognize. Let's look at record. In record, you might want to write down some meaningful notes about what transpired if you have not already done so in the session. I frequently ask clients to write something down. Later, you will be able to reference the material and are likely to see how it fits into a larger context. If you felt an experience like being understood by someone or the glorious feeling of coming home to yourself, try to recapture and lock it into your memory. Renew with nourishment. Now is the time to practice self-compassion and what it means to reparent yourself. You might want to drink a cup of tea, take a warm shower or bath, wrap a blanket around yourself, have a snack, maybe have some chocolate. Or maybe for some, you might want to keep a quote that inspires you about your journey in therapy. Here is one that I love by Katie Byron. Just keep coming home to yourself. You are the one who you've been waiting for.
if you're new to practicing self-compassion, I would refer you back to episode 18, where I go more in depth about strategies that you could implement. The second strategy that I have for caring for yourself after a therapy session is to reorient to the here and now, to tell yourself what you just did, what you need to do next, and remind yourself, perhaps the day of the week, I just finished my therapy session. Now I have to start getting ready for my next appointment. Another strategy is to stretch. Try putting your feet on the ground and imagine that the universe is holding you up. Another one that I like is putting your feet on the ground, standing up, and imagine that you are a mountain pushing your weight down. If you have time in your schedule, you could engage in a transition activity like folding the laundry, taking a walk, doing dishes, um, driving home, calling a friend. And finally, recognition. Recognize that there is no right or wrong. Some people leave the gym all sweaty and move right into the next activity. Some practice a cool down. They might visit with friends and then take a shower. Whatever it is that happens for you, talk it over with your therapist. Are you someone that might benefit from lingering a bit longer in your less defended state? Or are you someone who might benefit from engaging in a transitional activity that will distract you from the material you just processed so that you can move into your next daily activity. Another interesting trajectory in my experience as a therapist and a client is that your reaction after a session changes over the course of therapy. Initially, you might feel sort of exhilarated, not unlike the early honeymoon of all relationships. It's invigorating until it's not when you are processing unresolved painful aspects of your life, and you might feel drained or sad, or you may have been appropriately challenged, and you might be having some reactions to that too. You might even be a bit irritated. Taking responsibility for your life and beginning to see what it is that needs to change, learning new skills, ways of thinking and behaving is exhausting with lots of starts and stops. I'll leave you with this final quote. I'll leave you with this final quote by Dr. Rachel Naomi Remen. Healing may not be so much about getting better as about letting go of everything that isn't you. All of the expectations, all of the beliefs, and becoming who you are. Until next time. This is Dr. Banker. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for listening. I need to alert you that this podcast is not meant to be a substitution for mental health treatment. Although we talk about psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. If listeners are interested in pursuing therapy, I would refer you to psychologytoday.com backslash U.S., or your insurance carrier network. Okay, thanks again, 
until next time.